1: X Coyotes post-game show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, leave a five-star review. I'm your host for today and probably the final time this season. Sean De joined by the one and only Steve Peters. Craig will be joining us later.
2: I know. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna try really, really, Let's really hard. Positive, right? To be positive. Yeah, let's we'll start there at least. Because, But let's let's call it like we see it, though. There were moments in here in the studios we were watching this game that they maybe weren't as positive. No, yeah. I might have been a little grumpy. Yeah. Four to one, we're like, oh shit, here we go again. It's the same. I, 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 I'm going to be positive. It was five <laughs> to three, they came back, they competed, they did a lot of good things. But at four to one, it was the exact, exact yeah. same script. Couldn't defend. Turned pucks over and didn't get the goaltending that they needed to stay in the game. It was exactly the same theme. I uh, That first goal was a two on three. Two Hurricanes, three Coyotes, and yet cut right through the middle. Two guys, Lad and Spear, watch them go by. Goal. And I go, oh shit, here we go again. Yep. <laughs> but I will say they battled back, which is what they haven't been able yeah, to do. exactly. The last seven games they battled back and they made it a close game. And I always say if they get to a point where they're pulling the goaltender in a game and they still lose, that's exactly what I want out of the tank season. And that's what I got. I got a third period where they were competitive. They were close. They had power play opportunities and they were in this game right up until the buzzer. And that's all I asked for. Yeah, no, that's
1: that's exactly what I was going to say. I feel like over the last, literally what we talked about on the last time we were sitting here is they, they don't seem like they really want to be playing hockey anymore. Um, And. At one point, Tyson Nash said something along the lines of, "This is where they start chipping away." And now I I, we literally laughed laughed. at him because it's like, "All right, that's what you said when they were down seven to one or whatever." And then, sure enough, that's exactly what they did. They started chipping away, and then you were like, "Oh boy, like they they would actually do it." Obviously, they didn't. But like you said, um, obviously, like I know Nicholas in the chat, he said um, he's sarcastically saying he's having so much fun, and it's this game is hard in the context of the last seven games, but. These are the kind of losses that we've wanted to see from the coyotes, is, yes. is them competing and then losing.
2: This is the Carolina Hurricanes are fourth overall in the entire National yeah, Hockey League. Exactly. They're competing with the New York Rangers for for leading their division. This is the team that is not only going to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. they could have home ice playoffs for the first two rounds. And some people say they might be a team that can win the Stanley Cup. The Coyotes battled them till the buzzer. Great. That's it. That's all we asked for. We have the same eleven guys are out of the roster tonight that are hurt. They're still hurt tonight. They did it with college kids and American League kids, and they were in it till the buzzer. That is what we've asked for. Yep. And so as I, I came in through the first thirty minutes of this game, and I was, my notes are not very nice. I was pretty upset. Yes. I and I tell you why I was so mad. I, I'm so tired of the bad defending. I'm so tired of it yep. because defending to me is about effort and work and staying home like protecting your goaltender and, and you take pride in your defending and and this team has not done that over the last few weeks and it's again we'll, it's seven straight games with five or more goals never happened in the history of this franchise seven games with five or more that's a lot of goals that is indeed so you at some point you're going to have to defend better this team's not going to win another game this year Chicago. We we look at Chicago and say maybe, but but, but I mean it's Kane, DeBrincat, Taves. It's still a really I mean, good hockey if team. If they show the fight that they showed in that second
1: period, I don't think it's super far. Like I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Blackhawks. But outside of that,
2: you're right. And and the other thing they're going to need is they're going to need to get a big save. Yeah. And we can talk all we want to about them battling back in this one. And Veggie ended up with 50 shots on goal. 45 saves, fantastic. But that first 30 minutes again, there's three of those he's got to have. Yeah, and, and that that last one, the dribble's under these legs, you're going, the defeat on that bench, they go, oh, I got to give it to the players that were able to battle back from that. The only way this team gets a win in the last six games is they are going to have to have lights out goaltending. Lights out. The same we were getting from Vimalco when they were in Winnipeg, the 42, 44, 46 save night. They don't get that, they won't win. They're not going to have a game where it's going to be 25 25 on the shots. It's not going to happen yeah. these last six games. They're going to need a goalie to be lights out to get a win. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the shots. Why don't we get
1: to this game by the numbers? And you mentioned it, that big one there 52 shots on goal for the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, not oh, going to win a whole lot of games. Doubled like up that. on shots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, two straight games where they kept the other team from scoring a power play goal. Um, and then, of course, uh, always
2: most important number: PD side so count HK. Because at this point, HK hey, it, it, it was it, high, it, it was really high. high. And I tell you, it got better as the game went on. And and I, I saw the comment who was there? oh, as Charles commented on on winning a game. Absolutely right, absolutely right. Like Montreal, they might not win another game either. Seattle surprisingly did win tonight. Oh yeah, they. So Seattle. The yeah. 4-2. 4-2. Two. They have 56 points. They're seven points ahead of the Oats, and that's too much. The, the yeah. Oats aren't catching that. Yeah. Seven points?
1: No. Especially when you look at the schedule. The six,
2: no. So Seattle's gone. It's down to Montreal and Arizona separated by two points. To guarantee it, you can't win another game. So let's go back to what we're all here for this season is tank season. We're battle. The, the chase for right, wrong for right, whatever you want to say. They lose them all. They they're not getting any worse than third. Yeah, let's, in the ping pong balls.
1: Hopefully, we don't have to worry about them getting third. That would after all of this. I I tweeted from the beat account like, yeah, Shane Wright better be the next Wayne Gretzky because this does. I did tweet that before they went on there. They they scored the three goals because at that point it was a little hard to watch. But uh, it's it, hoping hoping that. He brings some positivity
2: next year. i mean, what Nicholas. Do you see what Nicholas said? This is something I've been saying. Um, they have young defensemen. The four other guys are American League defensemen. Absolutely agree that they have young defensemen. No debate. And guys that we didn't expect to see here on a daily basis, like Mayo, who has become a regular. But the inability for this team to make just, I don't want to say common reads, but th- their ability to defend their net front or a read of the rush has been poor since the first week of the season. And it just doesn't improve. And I, I that's to me is so frustrating. You can't, you can't coach scoring. You can't like either you score. Or you can't like, you can't say, Oh, Hey, let's go score. You can give them some offensive help. You can say, let's get more active on the defense. Let's get the pucks low to high, get traffic, do all that. You can't coach scoring. You can coach defense. You can say, you are not leaving the net front. Yeah. If one defenseman goes to battle in the corner, guess what? The other defenseman needs to be in front of the net. That's it. There is no, hey, you can go ahead and drift out to the top of the circle and we'll let a winger protect the net front. No. Defenseman, it's in his name. It's a defenseman. You defend. I get so frustrated. I'm sorry I did it again and it's 5-3 and it was a really good game and we're trying to stay positive. But if this team is ever going to get out of this and i don't mean this season i don't mean next season i mean the year after they are going to have to defend better yeah it's just going to have to happen because even when you get better players if you don't defend you're still going to lose yep i mean you you mentioned the youth on this team um one
1: little tidbit that i mentioned to you earlier that i found interesting is despite this not being the first time that they've played carolina this year they obviously played them earlier there were 9 players on the active coyotes active roster who had never played the Hurricanes before in their career? That's unbelievable. Um, obviously, including McBain and Smith, um, some of those guys that were down in the AHL. But um, it's it's youth. Obviously, there's going to be some some
2: growing pains. But you're to right. This and extent, I, it's, again, I, I I do apologize. I don't want to come in here and be so hypercritical of a group of kids that are really trying. Yeah. But I, I, mean, I really don't. And when you look at Nathan Smith and Jack McBain, who were they played three, four five hockey games in the National Hockey League that were college students taking, you know, classes and exams two weeks yeah. ago. So I do apologize. It's just frustrating to me when you see little details and little things that everybody can do and everybody can come on board and, and battle. Uh, those are frustrating to me. And I and I and I, I do take it with a grain of salt. They stuck with it. And I tell you, it was guys that haven't been on the score sheet in a long time. Both Erickson and Galchenyuk yep. have not scored in ages, and they both got involved in the offense. And I still said Erickson was going to get 20. Got a little <laughs> ways to go, but, but hey, hey, 20, you, never know. you You meant points, not a, not assists,
1: or there's, not goals. There's still six games to go, so yeah. maybe. Um, speaking of Erickson, yeah, he did get his third goal and 18th point of the year. Um, so 17 to go in six games. Yeah, but okay. like I said, we could just tell people that you meant Couple of hatties. points and not assists or not goals um but that goal came off of if you want to get positive about one we of the defensemen um came off of a beautiful pass from Capobianco, who wow who, i mean beautiful um who had his first career
2: two-point night or two-point game of his career yeah tonight yeah you look at Capobianco, and he's the guy we talk about these young defensemen he's an all-star in the american league and when he was brought in and drafted, and you, you see what Capabianca is, he's an offensive player. That's what he does. And when you would see him down in Tucson, electric. Like, he was so much better than everybody else on the ice offensively. Mm-hmm. He could take the puck toast, coast to coast. He led that team down there, and he'd get up here and it just never felt the same. Yeah. He never, whether it was an injury that sidelined him for a while, he never got the momentum where he go, oh, I see it. Tonight you could see it. Like, that pass erickson through three zones i mean he made that from the defensive zone through sticks bodies that's a hell of a pass that's a really good play and you go okay maybe and then you look at this the, the second assist he has uh, again through lanes nice pass jumped up in the play yeah that's what this team wants to see out of out of Capobianco. bianco and if you get that type of play He's just another one of those defensemen that's under 25 years old that can be a part of a future. And that's what we keep talking about. Hope, hope, hope. They have four defensemen under 25 today. Okay, great. Like that That's unbelievable. So the pieces potentially are there. Let's get the draft pick. Let's get Gunther. Let's get McBain and Smith more experience. And let's put this group together in three years from now. Let's have a whiteout at ASU. Hey, I'm all in. Here's hoping. Um,
1: that other assist came uh, off of Galchen, like you mentioned, Galchenyuk's uh, one-timer. They had two one-time goals, um, the other being Nick Ritchie's goal. And that Nick Ritchie goal was um, his, I mean, he a sec- it's his second goal, and we'll get to this a little bit later, but it's the second goal in two games yes. that came off of someone's first career
2: point. Two college guys get their first career point off goals from Nick Ritchie. Yeah. Um, in consecutive games and that goal the that Richie goal also
1: came off um the secondary assist was from phil kessel and that was phil kessel's 950th career point in the nhl old man
2: that is unbelievable and craig's texting because craig's working so i'm sorry i am really working craig's yeah we're i mean we're always working i know we are we don't we don't we don't escape work um got it okay just wanted to tell him what's going on he's not in the elevator yet because he's been doing some work for us. Yeah, he has been doing we're, we're gonna, gonna, we're get gonna have to a it. little
1: bit of a surprise from him. Uh, we'll get to it
2: later. Well, I guess the surprise
1: isn't from him, but it's he got it. He did it. Yeah, he d- he put in the work. Um what Do else? Do you want to go to the, the, the assist? Do we want to get to that? Um or Is it too early? No, well, yeah, we can get there in just but the one last thing I wanted to mention is um the returns of a few people. We had Ronta who um Louie put it right yes. over his glove. In um, oh. that goal, that was a, a beautiful goal from him. But it was his return to the valley. Um, and then, not his return to the valley, but Max Domi had his hundredth um, career goal tonight. Um, so there was a bunch former of former Coyote, a bunch yeah. of round numbers, and I mean, nice like, little moments tonight.
2: Yeah, Martinuk with Stepan, like a lot of Stephon's familiar faces well. back in the building. Yeah. You know, it's funny because you look at Rant and he, he again. I don't know if he thought he maybe should have had one or two of his too, but when he was here, Ranta would be lights out or he would be not lights out. And he was the guy that really struggled with injuries, and I think that's what ultimately ended his time here in Arizona is he just couldn't stay healthy. And so they needed to move on from him and, and the direction they were going. Um, again, a wonderful teammate. All the guys you mentioned there are really good teammates, really good people. Um, and they pick up Max Domi at the trade deadline, and I think it's a little bit of spark that they needed offensively. got a little bit of speed. He can add offense. Uh, he's got a little bite to his game, so maybe that helps them get over the top this year. I, I don't know. I think I – think as this goes on, we get ready for playoffs. We're going to have to go. We'll have a draft of the Coyotes that are yeah. in the playoffs and see who we think is going to go where because there's a lot of former Coyotes in the yeah, playoffs this sure. year. Um, but like you mentioned, we can
1: get to the assist now. Uh, last night was Jack McBain's first career NHL point, And tonight was Nathan Smith's first career NHL point, as we mentioned off of that, uh, um, the assist on the Richie goal. Um, and that is why he is tonight's DraftKings king of the game. And I, I did mention in any other night, Capabianco would have been an obvious choice, I think. But when you got a
2: guy getting their first career point, um and he, to pass that up. We said this about McBain last night, how McBain looked like he fit in. Yeah. And he looked like he was an NHL player. Pat Smith tonight. I tell you what, Nathan Smith, he's got some jets on him. Like yeah. a kid can skate, gets distributes the puck well. The the deception he had when he dropped that pass. For, for the assist on, on yeah, the goal to Richie, goal. it was a yeah. nice play. Uh, Richie came in flying. That that shot, by the way, went over 95 miles per
1: hour, they said on the broadcast.
2: I mean, so it was a howitzer. But, it was a nice um, play. And it, it gives you some hope. of, of Again, we're using the hope, word hope a lot tonight, but that's the whole season is yeah. hope. I, I think the kid looked good. And I've talked to people around college hockey and the NHL that really have high hopes for Nathan Smith. And I think you've seen it tonight. I think he's... He's a little different. McBain's going to be a straight ahead, hardworking, um, he's going to be a net front guy, he's got the big body. Nathan Smith's quick, he's got some good wheels, and I think he gets in hard and he plays the, the little edge. Yeah, he so had I, a, he's exciting.
1: Yeah, he that one moment in the uh, first half, where, or the first half, geez, um, the first period where he kind of was skating towards a breakaway and then he got... Hooked, and we thought it was a it. penalty here. Yeah, I, I think you yeah. that I, it I didn't think it was a penalty, pretty objectively speaking. But um, obviously, didn't get the call, and yeah. and um,
2: so still searching yeah, for his first got goal. Got a hand on it. He was, t- but I kept saying, I, I say, if both of these guys stay in the lineup until the end of the season, they're going to score. Yeah, I think both of them get a goal. One, they're getting really good ice time, and they're playing with they're playing with good players. So. I think, I believe, they're going to get goals in the next six games. Yeah. I think they're working um, their way there. And like I mentioned
1: yesterday, I'm going to... Thankfully, I didn't do it tonight because I would have lost money on it. But I am go. I want to start betting on them to score goals in any given night. And I'm going to be doing that, of course, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, and while you're betting hockey, you can also bet on the NBA. Because the NBA playoffs means next-level basketball. And you can get in on the first-round action... Um, with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. So you win no matter what. And if you aren't a new customer, you can get in on the same game parlays. Um, I know that the bets guys on the show today had some some basketball um, picks for you, but I placed a, a same game parlay on the Yotes game tonight, and I made some money. I had the the Carolina to cover one and a half. I had Ajo anytime goal scorer, and I had the over six and a half. And thank you to the um, to the Coyotes for showing up in that
2: second period. Also, that would not have hit. Um, but nice. I made a little bit of money. And I and I will. Well, we're on the subject of parlays. I went to the basketball side last night. Watching oh, nice! Our Phoenix Suns.
1: Oh, I've never been rooting
2: for somebody to get a rebound so bad. In my life. <laughs> da nine and a half. I had the over. He gets nine. Yeah, like it's... I don't know how they do that. Like, how do they, <laughs> they, do know. That? they how do know? They know. How do they know?
1: It, I, I wonder. Is it Damn. is it that the odds makers know, or do the players know? I and don't fall know. Fall just short, just despite people. I don't know. But he he was nine and a half. I had the over, and he got nine. So well, well if wah, wah. if you want to get like PD, except maybe actually win, win. the bets. Um, Do it on DraftKings. I forgot to mention, for each day of the first round, you get a risk-free bet of up to $10 if your same game parlay doesn't hit. Um, So you might have a... You got a $10 bet? I did. Oh, yes. Look at that. Um,
2: Safe, um, free, secure.
1: Yeah, safe, free, and secure. And easy. Um, So throw some money on the Suns. Throw some money on the Yotes. Do both. Do whatever your heart desires. Just go win some money. Um, Do it... Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX and bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs. and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, 21 plus, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details so is this a moral victory then coming back and
2: making a 5-3
1: I think so I I think at this point um you got someone getting their 950th career point their first career point and you got to like you mentioned you got to a point where you could pull your goalie because you were still relatively in the game and more than two goals for the first time in seven games and only one time since Keller's been out yeah yeah, so they so uh, you've seen Richie score goals on two consecutive nights, yep. which I think is or two consecutive games, which I think is nice because like we've mentioned, they've been so they've been searching for offense from everywhere. So you're seeing someone maybe get a little something going. Um, I think it's always nice when you see someone like Louis or Phil who have.
2: Wait, a, when is Phil gonna score? I the
1: guy's won in 29 games now. But you see both of them get. I, I mean, obviously Louis scored a goal. Phil, Phil got an assist. But you both yeah. saw them. And Phil and has chances it against, yeah.
2: and Phil, Phil's all around it. I still think one of these days he's going to break out, watch him get a hat trick, and get over that 400 plateau. It could happen. Maybe, Maybe on the final game at Hewlett River Arena? See, Karen See Karen. Karen's brings the positivity to the PHNX Coyotes podcast no, but that we need. Exactly. Um, three goals with Keller out of the lineup is a win, and Karen, you're right, and I will try to be more positive because you're absolutely right. For a team that hasn't been able to put three goals together in the same game since Keller left... This is huge. And I tell you what, with, with Nick Ritchie, ever since his arrival, his ability to create offense uh, surprised me. Like He yeah, played a yeah. month in the minors before getting here, and I said, here's a guy that I'm not sure how he fits in this lineup or, or what he's going to bring, and he's been outstanding. Yeah, he's, he's been their best player since Keller's been out. Uh, yeah, I agree. So I, I'm curious to see what happens to him for next year. Like He is exactly fits in GM um, Armstrong's yeah, yeah. mold, yeah. bigger body. Provides a little bit of offense. Gives a little bit of grit. It fits exactly what he's trying to do here. So I, I think he may be a building block they can they can have for a few years here. We'll see. I wonder how
1: Toronto feels when they watch Arizona games. Because they get someone like Richie who they <laughs> let go. And, and they stole, and stole their goalie. Yeah. Well, they, they see Richie and he's performing. And they're like, well, damn. And then they see
2: Hari's performance. And they like, oh, maybe we dodged a bullet there. Yeah. So. I tell you what, these playoffs are going to be, and it's going to come down to goaltending, all these playoff series. You can say what you want to about all the skill everywhere, but I tell you what's going to be a goaltender series, especially out East, where I know we're not talking around the NHL, but and they talk about being an MVP. Can he do it in the, re- the playoffs and carry New York Rangers farther than they've been in years? And then you look at Pittsburgh, Jari's hurt, and you look at, oh, who do we just, oh, St. Louis, has never played a playoff game before. They scored seven goals in one period against Nashville last night. Seven. That St. Louis team, I think they're still scoring right now. And that game was yesterday. <laughs> I, I, But again, the, who hasn't played in the playoffs before? So I, the playoffs this year to me, and I've always said this, and I know I'm disappointed the Coyotes aren't there, but there is nothing better for me as a hockey fan than that first day of hockey playoffs. Because yeah. there's so many games. There's so much going on. You're flipping back and forth. I love the playoffs. I love the first round. I think I'm glued to the TV at, all day long on what's going on. I watch the highlights, and this year more than any other than the Coyotes not being in it, there are some really good hockey teams in this playoffs. Yeah, so I'm really excited. And I feel like, like I we were
1: talking about this a little bit earlier with the Suns, but like a criticism, I guess I might have of the NBA playoffs is that like this first round, the Suns are so clearly so much better than the Pelicans. It's like even the, even though it's the playoffs, that first game didn't really feel like it had that level of like intensity in in the NHL playoffs that doesn't exist. Every game. Yeah. Because especially with the way the playoffs are formatted now where it's like the 7th and 8th seed are not necessarily the worst teams right. in the playoffs. Um it's uh, the hockey the NHL playoffs are I think my favorite and even if you don't like hockey you, you can feel the difference.
2: Yeah, cuz it's funny cuz even you talk about Cal- Colorado is the number 1 seed in the west. They're going to be they're the top team in the west. They're going to end up playing Nashville, Vegas or Dallas. Uh, I, I mean, all three of those teams that they're going to play have really good goaltending. They're physical and they're going to be good games. I mean, it's not going to be. I agree. It's a little anticlimactic when this for the Sun. And maybe it's just because the Suns are just that much yeah, better. Yeah, I think, I think that it. might be. I, I mean, too. when you get to the later rounds, it'll be more exciting. But oh, yeah. 100% for sure. But that first round in the East, Yeah. boy, howdy. It's going to be. There's some matchups out. I don't see one bad matchup in the yeah. Eastern Conference. Like, they're. They're so good, like Toronto, Tampa. Yes, well, in first round, like <laughs> for is, Toronto, is, I, I can't say it... that I really feel bad for
1: them, but like they're gonna get sent home in the first round again. Probably, I mean, at least possibly, possibly.
2: But yeah. I mean, it's their issues goaltending, just like we said about yeah. the others. So there is some really great matchups. It's coming. What we're gonna do here, at PHNX, we'll be going around the league. We're gonna talk NHL playoffs. All week long. We're going to be talking about draft prospects. We're going to talk about ping pong balls. Um, and most importantly, we're going to be talking to Coyotes. So even when the season's over, we'll still be here talking Coyotes five days a week. Yeah. Um, and looking to the future. I know, like
1: you said, we're not doing a full-blown full, full, full blown around the NHL, but a little tidbit I have to uh, mention for one of the, the GOATs, Alexander Ovechkin. He scored his 48th goal of the season tonight, and he is now tied with... Timu Solani for the most goals by a player age 36 or older in NHL history. The ageless
2: wonder. That's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Right. There's some people that can just score, and he's one of them. Yeah. Like that have that touch, and some people don't.
1: <laughs> like almost everybody on the Arizona Coyotes. Um, you have anything else from this game while
2: we're waiting for Craig? <sighs> There's my sigh again. <laughs> No, <laughs> I, I, I think I think it was a tale of two games. For me, the first thirty minutes they weren't good. Yeah, they they turned the puck over too much. They didn't defend well, and I didn't think the goaltender was as good as he should have been early. This is the first time that this team has shown some fight and battle back again since Keller left. You go back to the game that Keller got hurt; they played hard till the last minute. Yeah, they were outstanding that game against San Jose. Um, so I, I think that's something to potentially build on. When you're looking at it, yeah, you've got the Chicago Blackhawks. So we talked about winnable games. Maybe that's a winnable game. Maybe you can carry some of this momentum in. Um, maybe. Maybe. So overall, five three against one of the best teams in the NHL. Let's let's take it. With six games left to go in, in Gila River Arena um i wonder if you have an answer
1: to this question that drew asked since smith and mcbain are over are both over 19 it doesn't matter if they play over nine
2: games in terms of
1: their ELC, that is correct so, right so i think that's something you mentioned before like they've the, wasted their year Yeah, they, they both wasted their year, year.
2: Yeah. yeah they both burned the first year i will say they have two years to go giddy up do you think it's in like a situation like that is it like obviously you want to get a look at
1: them but it's not like next year they're planning on being a competitive team either so do you think it's worth
2: burning that year to get yeah. a look at them? At the they end wouldn't of the have been able to get them signed to a contract if they didn't. Oh, fair enough. Do that. I mean, that's part of the deal. Before they traded for both of them, or were able to get their rights from Minnesota and w- in Winnipeg. I'm sure that was part of the conversations that they had to be able to get get signed, get the deal done, and, and get moving, take a year out of their contract. Gotcha. Um, I know
1: Craig is still talking to some people, so I I wanted to ask you a question that we talked about on. See, um, Ethan's probably right. Now I got to go to cap uh you, you can talk oh about no I was, I was gonna i was gonna see a little gmpd work
2: well no because <laughs> ethan's probably right
1: what do you say isn't it one year to go two-year college
2: elc yeah so he's probably right and i'm gonna get called out on the show but i I always meant when i'm wrong i don't know i feel like this is definitely something craig would know yeah um, see, craig would know so we'll, we'll ask him too
1: but um i was gonna ask something we talked about on sun devils today um Obviously, well, not obviously, but in case you haven't seen. He's right. They're two. It's two years, so yep. he has one year left on the yep, contract. Yeah, one year left.
2: 22, 23, he's in an RFA. Interesting. There you go. Sorry. Way to go, Ethan. Thank you. Ethan. GM Ethan Henry.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, no, he's right. Don't no, apologize. No, I'm, I'm I, wrong.
2: No. Yay, <laughs> Ethan. That's what,
1: that's what Chad's here for. We get great stats from yeah, the chat. They hold I'm us wrong. accountable.
2: Turns out people make mistakes.
1: Every once in a while. I mean, no, I do it all. Uh, uh, Every show. Coyotes made five on the night. Every show. Um, but um, like I was saying, in case you haven't seen, the Marshawn Lynch became a minority owner in the Seattle Kraken, Seattle Kraken with um, famed rapper Macklemore. Um, I was wondering something we talked about on Sun Devils. Oh, we have the video. Oh, nice. Let's let's play it. Um, this is Marshawn Lynch at what I'm assuming is the Kraken practice facility doing donuts on the Starbucks uh, on the Starbucks Zamboni. <laughs> How would fun be, is that? That would be awesome. I would be terrified to ride a Samboni. Uh I don't know if you've ever seen the video of when he was in college and he hijacked a golf cart on the football field and was driving it around the football field, like after, before, middle of a game, something like that. I have not. Oh, yeah. It's
2: Marshawn Lynch. She's always been. I guess you can do that if you own the team, though, right? Yeah, right. He is, I guess he is quite literally the owner. Um, For me, I'm sitting there, and I've seen that today. I'm sitting there going, oh, my God, don't ruin the ice. Like, I yeah, don't I mean, care. I don't care if he runs over the boards or runs Zamboni, but you're just going, God, don't run the ice. Yeah. I got to go practice on well, that. Thankfully, after.
1: there was somebody else on that Zamboni with him, so he wasn't able to...
2: I think they probably would have stopped him. Have you ever gotten to drive a Zamboni? I, um from northern Minnesota, my dad ran a hockey school. Oh, no. So, the day I got my driver's license, I was driving Zamboni. Oh. I drove it from the time I was 16. How hard is it? Because it seems
1: terrifying to me.
2: It is... It's very similar to driving a car. Okay. Except... You've got to do a lot of other stuff. Yeah, fair enough. You got to lower the blade. You got to turn the water on. You got to make sure the auger is going. You got to pump the auger to make sure the snow goes into the basket. If you forget any of those things, the ice does not get resurfaced. The driving part is exactly like driving a car, but there's a lot more to it. And when you're 16 and you've got all these parents watching their kids play, and then you go on to resurface the ice, and they're you think they're watching you, (laughs) (laughs) what? Clearly they're not, and they could care less, but you feel like they're watching you? Incredible amount of pressure. So the first time I did it in front of fans, I drove right into the boards. Didn't break no, them. Oh, no. Did not break them, but I did drive into them. Um, this is for the people, because this is one of my
1: biggest pet peeves that I learned at some one point um, at an old job that I had. Zamboni is like Kleenex. It is a brand Correct. There, it's an, it's ice an ice resurfacing or... machine. Um, I forget there's another... Is there another brand? There's another big brand that a lot of... Really, a I'm different ice surface. Yeah, than it's like a. Oh, what is it? Because so I, I used to work at a hotel and we had like a, a like. A conference of like people that were responsible for running ice rinks, and they had a big.
0: Ice, ice resurfacing for sure for sure?
1: machine outside of the outside of the hotel, but I cannot remember for the life of me. But it wasn't Zamboni. It wasn't a Zamboni, because that's go. why I learned it, because they were like, don't call it a Zamboni. It's uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. But I want to get in a Zamboni.
2: Well, oh, speaking Charles of... Charles almost drove... Oh, he, I thought he drove it. I thought Charles drove it through the ice at U of A. Oh, boy. He was there. Oh, boy. Uh, U of
1: A for you. Um, but speaking of Zamb- or Zamboni ride, if you do want to get on a Zamboni... You know where you can do that? I do know where you can do this. And when, on the uh, PHNX Coyotes Takeover, on the final game of the year, um, March 29th, or uh, March twenty geez, April 29th, Friday, April 29th, um, we're getting a party bus, and we're getting 50 people, and we're going to the game, free food, free drink, free t-shirt, you get to meet Josh Doan, get an autograph, get a picture. And we're doing some giveaways. We give, I know you get a golf towel. We're giving away a ride
2: on the handboating. PD, you're planning on giving away? I got. I dug some stuff out tonight. I'll tease it. I got a couple of things. I got, and I don't. I don't know if it's good stuff, but it's stuff. But when the team team issued the playoffs in 2020 in the bubble, we get team issued stuff. Nice. And we got a team issued hat. It's got a Stanley Cup on it. It says 2020 on it. It's got a coyote logo on it. And I don't wear hats that much. So I'd never wore the hat. And I've got the 2020 playoff hat. It's that kind of stuff that I have. And I have one other cool one. I got a medallion we got. It's about that big from when our the Coyotes went to, uh, to Prague in Riga, Latvia. Ooh. And it was a gift from Riga, Latvia to the Coyotes player staff. And it was a big coin. And it has the Riga logo on it and the Coyote logo on it. Uh, and the date of the game, and it's in a nice little case, and I'm giving that away too. Well, so that's that'll be one of the prizes.
1: That's something you will literally not be able to get anywhere else. You literally can't get it. So if away. you
2: want to get in on that,
1: make sure you go to the PHNX locker, buy a ticket. Like I said, $125. You get a ticket to the game, a bus ride to and from the game, free food and drink. You get to meet Josh Doan, you get a chance to win some giveaways. Can you meet Craig? You get to meet Craig. <laughs> and speaking of meeting Craig, I think he's here. I think he's here.
2: Welcome in, Craig. Craig. There he is. Oh, Craig. Uh oh. Oh, no. Uh oh. Hold on, Craig. There we go. Try it again.
3: What's up, guys? Oh, there (laughs) he is, Craig.
1: Yay. Craig, first and foremost, how was the birthday party the other night? It was busy. <laughs> I worked for two
3: straight days prepping that. Oh. My kids were working. My wife was working. It was a good bash, though. We had like 30 people there. So I think my parents went away happy.
1: That's good. Um, you know, the,
3: the guests left a little too late, but
1: oh, they I feel but like it. as they tend to do. Um, <laughs> but um, who did you talk to after the game?
3: We got Kyle Capabianco after a long wait. They couldn't find him. Um, (laughs) We got Nathan Smith, who I thought had a terrific game tonight, actually. Um, And we got, of course, Andre Tourigny. I think they felt a little better about their effort tonight. At least it was, you know, they they didn't lose 9-1. So I guess that's uh, baby steps in the right direction. But again, five-plus goals against, that's seven straight games That they've allowed five or more goals it's just crazy what's going on with their goaltending situation right
1: now we we did talk about nathan smith and he was our king of the game and um we liked his performance obviously cap bianco first career two-point performance but you mentioned the goaltending um i know both of you probably have strong opinions on this so i i waited to bring it up but uh veggie did not look very good tonight um were your thoughts on his performance he just
3: hasn't looked good in a
1: while yeah. uh, i just i think
3: he's I, I don't i don't know if his confidence is impacted he doesn't talk a lot first of all you can't get a lot out of him so it's hard to read what's happening with him i'm sure they're trying to do that but i just feel like he's overworked he's ill prepared for this sort of workload especially behind the team that they're putting on the ice right now I, I and they don't have any options because Hare satri is not an experienced nhl goalie either so they just got to ride this out for the next almost two weeks. I think everybody around here is just waiting for this thing to end at this point.
2: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It's interesting because I I saw comments in the chat about he, at least veggie was better. And I mean, you look at the numbers, he had 50 shots on goal. So he had 45 saves and that is definitely better than where he's been. But if you go back to the body of work for the first 25 minutes, and you and you look at the goals he's sliding one way and the puck's going the other yeah. it's 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 difficult and I, and I know when he's playing well and he's sharp and he's on his game he is solid he's in position and, and he's not busy when we say busy it means he's moving around a lot and you you, you saw him being yeah. very busy tonight when Outside of the blue paint and yeah. slide. Like, he got behind. One of the goals goes in. He's behind, <laughs> behind the goal the, line. Yeah. Like it slid so far out of the crease, he was behind the goal line. And I, I'm not faulting him, and, and I'm not putting this pressure on veggies. It's his first year playing in North America, and he has had some outstanding games. And we talked about his ability to make that next step. He's going to have to get some consistency into his game. And he did for a few weeks, and he he, he was solid For a few consecutive starts, unfortunately, now, this is a really, really long season. They play a lot of games, and he's asked to do a lot of things, and are getting a lot of work. And as Craig mentioned, four of the six defensemen in front of him were in the American League. It's not all on his shoulders. You just hope that now, over the summer... He gets back here in the fall. Now he knows what to expect, and he can start to grow on that consistency. He's a good goaltender. He's athletic. He's quick. He's strong. He skates well. All of those things are true. He's just going to have to find a way to get that consistency into his game.
3: Yeah, I, a couple of things. Uh, you mentioned the shot total. Carolina is a shot volume team. They throw shots from everywhere. This has been their MO for several seasons, so I almost take a little bit of that away because you're you're going to get a lot of shots that aren't necessarily high quality shots. I just went in, in watching his game tonight. I didn't think he was sharp at all. And again, uh, if you saw that rookie mark that he said, he, he shouldn't be playing this many games. It's just, it's a matter of circumstance. They, they traded Scott Wedgwood. And I know a lot of fans still don't like that trade, even though the Coyotes are going to get a third round pick for a guy they picked off up, up off waivers. And even Scott Wedgwood said, if you're a GM, you got to do that. That's the that's obvious move. Um, it is putting some pressure on Karel Vemelka and you hope that it doesn't impact him long-term, um, the, the type of workload and the the lack of success that he's having right now in net. net.
1: Um, so, I mean, is there any anything else other than the goaltending? I like we kind of mentioned they, and you said they were happier with their performance. This was the first game in a while where it seemed like they actually had a little bit of fight, especially in that second yeah. period.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And it was nice to get some balanced scoring as well. They got production from Alex Galchenyuk. They got a, a Louis Erickson goal tonight. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Capobianco had two assists tonight. As, as you guys mentioned, first first multi-point game of his career. Uh, those are guys that aren't on the score sheet very often. That's the kind of balanced scoring you need if you're going to be competitive in the NHL. Uh, with Capobianco in particular, it's interesting. He He's really fallen off. PD, you know this. You were here for his first call-up when they were really excited about him because he skates well and he can move the puck. But consistency has been a big issue especially in the defensive zone for Kyle Capobianco I don't think he's going to be back next year I don't think they're going to tender him an offer so what he's doing right now is really auditioning for a role somewhere else in the NHL but at least these last few games he's sort of shown what he did in Tucson so consistently where he was a dynamic playmaker down there he just hasn't been able to translate that here
2: Yeah. And I think part of him and you go back to what he's gone through here in his career. And unfortunately for him, as you've heard a lot of players on this team, injuries, injuries cost him when he started to ramp similar to Barrett Hayden, right? When he starts to ramp up, get hurt and you're right back down to the beginning and he starts to ramp up and he gets hurt again. And, and I think Capobianco had a pretty difficult lower body injury when he, in his first couple of years. And I think that really set him back and, and got into his head maybe a little bit in the NHL. I, 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 I agree with Craig. There's so many young defensemen here. I'm not sure where Kyle Cappabianco fits going forward if they have a healthy roster. Um, so do I think he's a Coyote next year? Boy, you'll have to tune into our summer shows and find out.
3: You sound like a coach. Lower body injury. <laughs> I know. Listen
2: to you. I but know. It was an
3: ACL tech. No, it's just I don't ACL remember. Say <laughs> to,
2: I'm 54 and I don't remember <laughs> what the hell happened last week, more or less years ago. I know he got hurt going right. to the boards. I remember it. I just don't remember what he did. So, no, I wasn't being a coach. It's just short-term memory. Have Um, I
3: mentioned that there are four home games this week at Gila River Arena? Yeah, there's four. Have I mentioned that that's uh,
1: 400 miles for me? (laughs) Four, (laughs) but it is four of the last five. Yeah, we haven't got to that yet, Craig. And and while we're on the topic, thank you for setting me up perfectly for the segue. Um, This was the fifth to last game at Gila River Arena. And if you've been following along for the last couple of weeks, we have been counting down. The last 10, um, the last, the top 10 moments at Gila River Arena. And we're on number five, January 7th, 2012. It is Shane Doan's first career NHL hat trick. Um, it is, he was the, the second, second most goals scored before getting his first career hat trick at 408. 300. Uh, th- that 300 308 or five, no, 508, Right. I, I don't know now. You had your good stuff. You had it. You I had it, it. I had it, and I fumbled the bag. Um, but <laughs> fumbled it. Thanks to Petey, we actually have some, some pictures from um, this night and from from the
2: goals themselves <laughs> and from the night. Um, so so the goals, you yeah. can see there, and I, and I know you can't see when you're driving to work tomorrow morning, but the first one's off a rebound. He nails in tight on Nabokov, a goal he played for year after year after year on the San Jose Sharks, as was now with the Islanders at that point. Second was a, uh, a breakaway off an assist from Keith Yandel. Yandle similar to what Capabianco did today, for Erickson, that's what happened to donor for number two. And I tell you what, there's so many times that Shane Doan had two of the eagle. Please get three. Please get three. Like it was game after game and year after year, he couldn't get to this milestone. And the clock is counting down and Ray Whitney has the puck through the neutral zone. And he's yelling at Shane Doan to hurry up <laughs> to catch <laughs> him. He let's go, the let's line. go. <laughs> he drops the puck to Donor on the blue line. He yeah. scores with 0.1 seconds left. From outside the top of the circles, probably a goal he wouldn't score on Nabakov ever again. For his, for, and I tell you, when you see his face, if you go to the YouTube clips and you watch Shane Doan's face after his hat trick, it's just like a ton of bricks are lifted off his body. That that he is so relieved. To finally get to that mark. And I I don't know if you, did you put those up already, Jacob? I'm so confused of which (laughs) one I'm looking at. (laughs) These are pictures from inside the locker room and and the the ice crew took all the hats. Flip phone. Yeah, I know they're fuzzy, (laughs) but this is, this is what year? 2012? Like the phones weren't that good back then. They were flip phones. So all the ice that the ice crew had collected and they threw all the hats at his feet. And there's one with my son, Jackson, when he was just a a young teenager, got to be there on Shane's. Hat trick Nate. So that was that's the one of the top moments ever in the history of Gila River Arena.
3: He, Ray Whitney was spectacular that night. First of all, can we can we talk about him just beating Shane Doan like a, a tired horse at the end of that game? Just they kept throwing him over the boards. He kept screaming at him, "Let's go!" And then afterward, if you remember this, Petey, Ray Whitney hated talking to the media and. The problem with that was that Ray Whitney was always spectacular really when he talked good. to the media. Yeah, one of the best quotes I've ever covered. And when he came out after that one, I mean, he just delivered. It's literally the my favorite story that I've ever written off a game in my career. And it was mostly because of Whitney's qu- quotes. First of all, you remember that crazy uh, – knob that don't used to play with i think ray whitney called it the axe handle yeah this weird tape job. That and, he had it was on curved him. too yeah
2: yeah it was just strange because he thought it would help him with his hands
3: <laughs> in spite of the fact that everyone was like no that won't help you but then you know they had to review the goal because it was point one, and everybody's yeah. waiting around to see if it would count wit says yeah i skated over the officials and i said listen Tell Toronto that this may never happen again. They have (laughs) to count the goal. (laughs)
1: Um, uh, So, yeah, like we said, one of the top moments in Gila River Arena history. Um, But if you don't, we obviously gave our thoughts on it. But Craig had the opportunity to talk to donor himself after the game and provide his thoughts on it. And Craig got us some video from that conversation. So why don't we go ahead and show that?
3: Shane, I know it's been a while. But it had been a while also. You had waited a long time to record your first NHL hat-trick. What do you remember about that moment?
0: Uh, I was exhausted because (laughs) Tim kept throwing me out there in the third period, and I was trying to get it done. Um, And I couldn't score because I just stunk for for that many years. I think it was like my 1100th game or something, 1180th game. But it happened so late in the game, and it was a pretty... It was a pretty cool moment.
3: You came close to setting a record, actually. It's funny, you remember that, the yeah, how many games it was.
0: Yeah, it was that many games, and I think had the most two-goal games in the league without a hat-trick at that point. So uh, Scott Melody and I were battling it out for <laughs> uh, the, 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 the,
3: I guess, lack of hat-tricks. Was Ray Whitney really urging you on as much as he said he was? Didn't so get... when,
0: so when, we, when we picked up the puck, we lost the puck in our own zone and we're heading back into their zone. And when the puck turned over, he's like, let's go. And I, like, he came on and gone off and came on and gone, and I just stayed on. Yeah. And I turned, and I'm like, I had nothing left. And <laughs> he was like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, we don't have time. This isn't going to work. And obviously, nobody was more excited, though, than Keith Yandel. <laughs> Keith Yandel was at the ref's bench. Was, it was a cool moment.
3: Yeah, they had to review it, of course. Uh, how did it feel? When you knew it was it was real you had finally achieved it
0: i felt kind of dumb because i was the only player i think in the history of the game to score his hat trick goal and have everyone celebrate on the ice with him because it was that of a uh, surprise to everyone like, <laughs> my whole team was around me which is it was cool it was cool that everyone was on the ice it was like an ot winner when there was a 5-1 game like that's ridiculous yeah
2: so that's the kind of things, and this is this is what gets lost. These kind of moments get lost in a season like this, in in a rebuild season when the building is full, the building is excited, and people are cheering for things like that. It was a, it was an unbelievable moment. It was
1: cool to hear how much of that moment he remembered, like in detail too. I can almost hear
3: Jacob thinking, "Craig, turn the." Turn the phone, turn it horizontally. Turn <laughs> it
2: horizontally. He is by the way, Jacob's no our producer idea. today, it's right said, now.
3: And I was like,
1: no. It's vertical.
3: J- yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I thought of it after I started recording. I'm like, oh, Jacob's gonna kill me. I'll do the second one horizontally. And then somebody comes in and messes with me and sticks their finger in front of the lens. So Shane had to cut that one up too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was really good though. Good and sense. it is uh, uh, Sean said, how fresh that is in his memory right now. And and somebody else in the chat said, Oh it, JMT said he looks like he could play right yeah. now. Like he looks, he does look good. Why Get why him, why him on a line escape? with Josh, huh? Um, but yeah, it was
1: that's cool. And, and like you said, uh, like stuff like that is lost when when you look at this season. But I mean, even moments within this season are lost. I mean, you look at all the all the career seasons that have been set. Um, what was it? I think eight different Coyotes have scored their first career point this season. Like, there's just. A lot of history, regardless of what your opinion on this season, on this team, on this arena, a lot of history has been made in this arena by this team this season and in season past. So, um, yeah, we're getting down to the to the end for
2: GRA. Then we're all gonna yeah. be there. We're all gonna be there. Craig, you. are you ready for the 29th? Are you ready, buddy? Well, yeah, I got to get through this week first. <laughs> I know, one day at a time, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, are you? What's up? No, I was going to ask her if you're working anything on anything, um, any stories for GoPH and X.
3: In fact, I am. I, I had a chance to chat with Bill Armstrong tonight, just about all these injuries. Listen, a lot of people are looking at this team right now, and I, I think from the outside, people who don't know the situation are saying this is an embarrassment. Well, look at the guys that are out of the lineup right now. It is. It is ridiculous how many guys they're missing they are up to number two in man games lost to injury and health and this is a team that was like eighth or ninth like yeah. a month and a half ago that's how much yeah yeah it's insane now and Again, it's key guys. So when you take that into account and you look back like a month ago, when they had a healthy roster, a mostly healthy roster, how competitive they actually were—they were on that, you know, that that streak where I think they won six of seven. Well, you remove all those guys from the lineup. What do you expect to see at that point? This was not a good team to begin with, and then you take like basically every key guy out of the lineup. Yeah, they're going to struggle like this. That's what we've seen. I just want people to uh, just keep that in mind because. The way the Coyotes are ending this season, I don't think it's a fair read on who they are as a team because they're are just too many important players out of the lineup right now.
2: Yeah, when you go back and look at the, with that Eastern swing, it's right before everything kind of fell apart. Like, and this team was getting goals. They were offensively just I don't want to say what was it thirty percent scoring? Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, <laughs> like. It, 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 they were better. There were moments in this season yeah. where you could saw see things building. Their momentum was building. They were they were playing fast and Lawson, Carlson, and Keller and the, you know, Chicken was just starting to come on too when he got hurt. This is clearly a different team and unfortunately this is what people are going to remember about this season the way it finished in the last 10 yeah. games. But I tell you what, if the ping-pong balls fall in the right order in the next 2 weeks, no one's going to give a shit. Yeah. No one's going to care. Like who cares if that ping pong ball comes up number one with an Arizona Coyote Kachina logo on it, no one's gonna care that they lost seven in a row. Yep. And see C-
3: Seattle won tonight too, by the way. So it's it's a two horse race. Yeah, it's they're out of Montreal 56 and the points now.
2: Yeah. Like seattle fifty-six.
3: How about Vegas losing at home to New Jersey, by the way, tonight? That's insane. I mean, that's that's a killer for that team. Yeah, but Dallas, Dallas has a
2: chance to put them behind them. And Dallas is the Vancouver and they get pumped. Yeah, Yeah, Vancouver's
3: Uh, playing really well, though. So Vancouver's still breathing,
2: barely, but they're still breathing. breathing.
1: Caleb said earlier in the chat, the curse of Jack Eichel. Eichel left the Sabres, they got a little bit better,
2: and now the the Knights are struggling. Uh, I just uh. can't believe that Vegas misses. I can't. We'll wait. We'll wait and see. Five Uh, games to go go for the Vegas Knights.
1: They have five left. Yep. Um, but getting back to the story that Craig said he was working on, um, if you want to read that, you have to head over to gophnx.com, get a membership. Um, if you become a member of the family, um, you can either get your first t-shirt free or you can get your first month for just 50 cents if you get a year long membership. Um, it's, uh, I, it's like what we said the other day, ad read aside legitimately. I mean, obviously Craig is like far and above the best coyotes reporter there is but like legitimately the best arizona sports coverage in the in the state i think gerald's doing good stuff with the playoffs of the sun's playoffs um on sun devils luke mike luke down in arizona tucson um good stuff Derek jesse over uh, on d-backs now that they're in full swing um great stuff so head over to go phnx head over to the phnx locker get a t-shirt um get a ticket to the bus the party bus that we're doing like i mentioned earlier get a hat um but like i said most importantly become a membership become a part of the family get access to the members only discord we talk some coyotes sometime the people in the discord got first access to the um to the party bus and i know we're starting to run a little low on supplies so if you were in that discord you would have got you know you would have got a little head start on that Um, so if you're not make sure you get on it Um, but yeah head over to go phnx.com today become a member of the family get a membership um, and it's, like I said, truly the best coverage, sports coverage in the state of Arizona. Um, do you have anything else from this game, Craig or PD?
3: I got nothing else from this game. Two more stories that are coming this week. I got my monthly bail back. I know people love that. That'll come later in the week. But I also I'm co-writing a story with Jay Zawoski in Chicago, looking at the Blackhawks situation versus the Coyotes situation. And the working premise is whose situation sucks more. So we'll go at it. We'll have point-counterpoint on uh, Wednesday before the Blackhawk game.
1: Can't wait. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, before we get you out of here for your fifth to final drive home from Hilo River Arena.
3: You should
2: just stay there, Craig. There's four <laughs> games. Yeah. There's just stay there. Camp. Set up camp. Bring a sleeping bag up in the press box. Why not? You, you sound like Tara. You sound like my wife. <laughs> well, yeah, just stay up <laughs> yeah. stay, stay over there. Um, Beat it. But before we get <laughs> out of here,
1: let's pull up the punch card. Um, yes. And it, this is it's it's getting there. Six games left. Like we said, five at Hilo River Arena, but uh, uh six or four at Hilo River Arena, left, but yeah. but six left on the season. Uh, mm. I feel I'm sure mm. you've got to be real excited about that, Craig. Craig,
2: have we got any momentum on our whiteout for the 29th?
3: <laughs> oh, it's coming, buddy. It's coming. We're getting Give some momentum. Time. Give me time. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, we're gonna drum it up.
2: Okay, Uh because I got that white suit.
3: First of all, we got to get people on this party bus. People have to jump aboard the party bus. Look, I know a lot of people have tickets to the game, and I get that. So it's difficult. But for those of you who don't, this this is a cool opportunity. Jump on the party bus. We're going to have fun. Yeah, you have no idea what PD has planned for you.
2: Yep. Yeah. I am, and I'm I'm working on more stuff right now. We're we're checking TV screens. There might be a little slideshow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you.
1: PD's going to put this. This is going to... It's going from like a bus. Petey's going to make it a party bus.
2: Exactly. Um, it's going to be I've already started electric. to clean out my closet, Craig. I told a few items that I'm bringing. I'll have a tweet with it tomorrow. And I'm going to check on TV. So we might have I got two slideshows planned for the drive there. <laughs>
1: That's great.
2: And then we'll have a drinking game too.
1: Yeah, there's going to Just be saying. there's going to be free food and drink. Um
2: maybe yeah. some drinks on the bus
1: too, we'll so see. um it's going to we'll be see. a good time and I mean I feel like there's there's magic. This is set up for there to be some magic. First ever game at Healer River Arena against Nashville. Final ever game, coincidentally against Nashville. There's gonna be some magic, and you you don't want to say that you missed it because you just okay. you had the opportunity right in front of you. You're not gonna get a better opportunity. opportunity to go to the game opportunity.
2: Opportunity. Um, I can't. Um, Only Leah can say that. I know. I won't <laughs> I know. say it again. Sorry. Um, she's bringing us candy, Craig. I'm kind of juiced. That's right. I saw um, it. I'm hoping she's bringing Timbits too. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know if they will ever get 10 bits through customs, we'll see. <laughs>
1: um and let's check out the upcoming schedule while we're here to get that out of the way as well. Um a lot of home games coming up, but it's there
2: it is. That game on the 29th, that's the
1: final one of the season. <sighs> I'm just saying, <sighs> right I'm just saying, you know,
2: that's a lot of games, man. That's a lot of games. It is. That's 6 Jam-packed. games in 9 nights. That's a lot of games. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Well, Craig, it's another one. I'm out. Check yeah. it off the list. Oh, should we yep. also? Do you want to tease that for tomorrow? Where are we at with that tomorrow? What'd you say? The teasing tomorrow's show.
3: Oh, that's right. How do we forget that one? I mean, We had it up earlier.
2: I, I didn't even think of it. Um, but
1: we, we, yeah, we got Paul Bissonette on the show. Yeah, why don't we send that up there? The one and only Biz Nasty. I, I put, I, when I made this graphic, I put hockey analyst and former Coyote, but I feel like that doesn't fully encapsulate who Paul Bissonnette no. is as a person, and I also felt like this was the only picture I could use. Um, it is. But tomorrow at four, Biz Nasty joins the show. Um all. I, I mean, if you know anything about Paul Bissonnet, it's going to be a. Do we? Can we get a seven one. second delay on that? Yeah, do
2: we, we need to? Do we need? Uh, we might not be able, able to monetize delay? that episode. Cool <laughs> boy.
3: There's the thing. We're gonna have a script. <laughs> but we're probably we're probably not going to stick to that script. Yeah, I feel like that. I feel away. like
1: Biz and script are mutually exclusive. I mean, you saw him if you watched the broadcast the other night when they were doing the their telethon. He was sticking his finger up people's noses and <laughs> yeah, <it's>, crashing <laughs> Dones' interview. He is yeah. all over the place. So um, yeah. Leah will be back for that. So um, for those of you that miss her, like we do, we not going to have to see my I'll, my face. Will be back behind the camera, um, but Biz's will be in front of it, and it will be that is going to be. I'm like genuinely excited for this. Even before I lived in Arizona, before I started following the Coyotes, I was a Paul Bissonnette fan. So I'm, I'm very, very excited for this. Um, so yeah, that's something to look forward to tomorrow.
2: <laughs> Can't wait. All right, Craig, get home safe.
3: All right, boys, I'll see you tomorrow. Yep, right, see you see tomorrow. You Craig.
1: <sighs> well. That's it. This is, uh, this is the last time for a long time. I will say this, Sean, you did a great job. Thank you. I mean, Leah Leah sets the bar pretty high. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not there yet, especially for only one. But you did that. a great job. I appreciate that. It's I'm been pretty fun. sure I was going to go back and look, but I didn't get the chance. Pretty sure the Coyotes are at best one in four in games that I've hosted.
2: Okay, um, so not ideal.
1: The curse of Jack, like well, Maybe it's just like a Buffalo thing. We're just no, we're just a curse. A, I, <laughs> none of us have a winning record this year. <laughs> yeah, a, very, very good point. Pretty <laughs> sure it's not you. Um, but yeah. So Leah will be Leah's getting back from Toronto tomorrow. Canadian snacks in tow. Um, I'm excited for the all dressed chips. I love those things.
2: So I know I'm trash. about the candy. I'm about the chips. Yeah. Caramels, Oh my God. I, all of their candy has chocolate in it. So it's not, you yeah, know you don't thing, like chocolate. I know I, I heard that today on your other show. I am a huge all dress chips kind but, of guy. Can we say one more thing here? Cause I know this happens at PHNX a lot on, the, on the, all the shows. And if, if, first of all, if you're not watching other shows or listening to the shows, you should just because they're all about Arizona. Thank you, Charles. And I tell you what, I listen to these, these guys on the, the ASU show and they never disappoint. I, I, didn't go to ASU. My son didn't go to ASU. I've got no connection to the ASU. But it's a good, funny show. And they talk sports a little bit, too. So tune in. I guess the point is, is food takes. People here at PHNX just get oh, nailed for their food up. takes. Well, like, there's a lot of really bad food takes here. But I don't like all-dressed chips.
1: And you don't like chocolate.
2: I think okay. the all-dressed chips one Thank is God a little... Thank God there's both. Yeah. Thank I, God.
1: You, If you haven't had all-dressed chips, um, order them. You can get them on Amazon, I believe. Just, you just got to try them. They literally have all the chips in one. In one. It's oh my fascinating. God. Thank you, Nicholas. Oh, my God. That's how I feel about all dress chips. Nicholas knows what's up. Um, thank, well, thank you for the compliment, but thank you also for backing me up on all dress <laughs> chips. Um, it is a crime that they don't sell them here. They don't even sell them in Buffalo, and we're right across they the border. Were, they used to.
2: Once in a while, you'll find well, them well, yeah, you'll in find random them places. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: You're not going to find them here, but, but I'm not about of the all dress. I'm about the candy. I have um, Tim Horton's K cups at home. Because I just can't. I, I I miss
2: it so much. I miss my importance. Well, um, let's hope Leah gets everything through customs. Yeah, I hope. I hope.
1: Here's hoping. But at the very least, let's hope she gets through customs and can come back here and host. Yes. Um, we do it all over again tomorrow and three more times after that yeah, this week. So she'll be back. Um, that, but for now, um, you can follow Craig at Craig S. No, Craig. Craig S. Morgan. Craig S. Morgan. I almost said Craig S. Peters. I...
2: Craig S. Morgan. OGs uh, is just a sponsor, uh, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's also a theme. And um, but one other sponsor gets a read tomorrow too. I heard.
1: Oh, oh. rumor has it we were
2: saving Paul Bissonnette to do the last my my first read of the new product. A again.
1: read that I have not gotten to experience since I've been oh, here. Oh, you've so never heard of? I have never heard it, so I am heard of them. I know the people. I'm not going to say it. Because you got to leave a little something. But yeah. I know that a lot of people already know what we're talking about. But I have never heard one of these fabled PD Reads. I, I don't. Um,
2: I mean, I, the bar is so high. It, it is. It is. I do have to say it, it is incredibly high. My Halloween me. read was money. I, and I have to go was back pretty and good look too. at it. Uh, All right. But anyway, there might be one of those tomorrow. And I yeah. think I might have written a song.
1: Oh, you get to hear PD sing. Let's Oh, yeah. um, there might be a song. There might be a song. We'll see. I am, tomorrow is going to be the single most electric episode of we'll and X, and X Coyotes of all time. We get Biz and a PD song. We might have been saving it for, for Biz. Biz, so it's going to be. It's going to be. Might have been timing. We'll see. Chef's kiss. Um, but um, like I was saying, make sure you follow PD at S Peters Hockey. You can follow me at Sean underscore to pause. Um, you can follow the show at. PHNX underscore coyotes, and you can follow the whole operation at PHNX underscore sports. Um, but I think, I think that's, that's all it. we have. Go to the GoPHNX locker and get on that party bus. It's, Just no, go to gophnx.com, get a membership, and then go to the PHNX locker and get on the party bus. Let's put them all together. um But yeah, I think that's all we've got. I think that's it. All right. So, for one last time. Have been to pause. I feel sad. I feel like I'm like graduating or something. I'm not, I'm not going to be back in this seat. Um, but I th- that's all we have for tonight. So until next time, peace.